This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello everybody and welcome to the Super J Cast. I'm Joel, joined by Damon McDonald. It is Tuesday, the 2nd of November 2021, and this is episode 184. Uh, Damon, you looking forward to your holiday? <laughs> yeah, I am. I love your little lead-in. Uh, yes, I certainly am. I need a break. I need a break from everything. I need a break from... I need a break from everything. I just want peace and quiet and a sound of an ocean and some oysters and uh, lots of beer and my feet in a pool. That's what I'm looking forward to. I haven't been anywhere for fucking two years. It's been a long time since I rock and rolled, Joel. Um, and I am. You deserve it, man. You deserve it. Thank you. I feel like I do. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I am. I am. I'm going to accept that and embrace it and and make gentle, sweet love to that because I feel like I do. Um, so yes, I am excited. I cannot wait. Um, all, all travel anxieties aside, all airplanes aside, um, I'm looking forward to it. Excellent stuff. And uh, you, well, sir, you, sir, well, speaking it's of It's all kicking off, isn't it? I mean, the, <laughs> as I shared with you yesterday, it was my, the, the kids came back to school, so it was my first time teaching actual students in an actual classroom for almost two years that's great just just mental when you think about it but really nice group of kids there's 13 of them they're all lovely it's it's great maybe the best class i've ever had wow that is that makes everything a lot easier and a lot less stressful um given that yeah as as we all know c-section penciled in for friday week and the family's soon gonna get larger so Exciting times, David. <laughs> I tell you what, you're telling me. Ah, oh, I am so I am so pumped for you. I can't I can't see straight. I can't see straight. Um, yeah. I mean, the kids they had to be excited to get back to school, right? I mean, the, the, oh yeah, yeah, thrilled to be there because they they've been going nuts at home with all the online learning. It's not good for them. Yeah, it really is. I mean, we all know it's not. It's you had to do what we had to do, but yeah, we know. It's a uh, man. That had to, that had to be a great. That had to be a nice, nice moment. Everybody probably was rocking out for at least two or three days, just riding on adrenaline. So good, excellent. All right, listen, things are turning, turning up. And then uh, we do have um, um a week where we will we will be away. Right, obviously, Joel with a new child, me with. Uh, destroying my liver. <laughs> um, so that means uh, we will have uh, our uh, guests, our guest hosts with the Super Jcast guest host, uh, which will be, I guess, not this week, but next week, right? The- yeah, I will I will endeavor to reach out to everyone this weekend when I get a, a few minutes to sit down and listen to everything. And who knows, we might even do more than one episode. We'll see. We'll see. I think uh, I think we, there has been some talk. So even if it's not that week, we we might have other uh, 
plans. So I'm excited. I mean, I, I, I listened to everybody, and I thought we had some talented people, and I thought we had some, uh, I don't know, just different voices. I, I, that's what I think I was most excited of, you know, just, just a, a different voice. And to have everyone hear that and to have everyone share in that, I think that would be uh, a pretty great idea. Um, so, again, we uh, it's done. It's closed. So if you, you're late, tough, tough titty, as they say. Uh, but uh, we have we have a lot to sift through, Joel. So, uh, yep. Um, I think I think we have a pretty narrow field, to be honest with you. But uh, I'm excited. I think we'll have uh, we'll have some fun with this. Okay, we have a question from Jason who says, can we get a weekly update on the newest member of the Jcast family, Billy Cracknell? Oh, yes. As you know, we are sponsoring uh, for Concord FC. Now, unfortunately, we, we got an update here courtesy of my good friend Alan. Billy took a knock and wasn't in the squad for Saturday's game, but they are playing Dartford tonight and he's expected to be back in contention. So, nice. fingers crossed, we'll get to see Billy in action tonight and hopefully some good news coming. From that, um, you, you still, think you could pull off an assist? Let's let's go for it. Just just get on the score sheet. A goal, uh, yeah. From a corner, goal, I think. Yeah, near post, near post header, bang, straight to the top corner. I like this. I like the positivity. All right, come on, Billy, let's do it. Big goal. That'd be nice. Ah, oh, imagine that. All right, so let's get on the score sheet then. Let's do it. A big goal. Uh, speaking of um, other podcasts as well, I understand you were on Music of the Map with one Andrew Rich. So oh, why don't you whet the word, listeners' appetite for that one? Word gets around. Word spreads. Oh. Um, yes. I've had a few requests recently. Like, they all came all at once, I felt like. And I'm like, don't these people know to leave me alone? <laughs> Damon hates doing one podcast. Why are you trying to make him do three? <laughs> I know. Um uh, but my schedule has been cray cray um, with sports again. It's, it's feast or famine. Either I'm doing nothing or it's just everything, and I'm doing everything. And it's just I I, I can't squeeze everybody in just, be, just because of the, the days they record and the, and you know people record at night and you know that week I was like I had to do flyers and sixers. So I was every night I was p- packing up shop and leaving and going over to an arena. And then I had to go to Madison Square Garden for crying out loud. Um, Did you get a pastrami sandwich for old time's sake? No, I, I literally took a train up, walked out, did the game. I had a crappy press box meal. And then the minute the second the game was over, I had to hop back on a train because if I missed that train, that, that last train, I'm fucked. I, I was going home, and I had to work the next day. Um, so it's a it's a little touchy when it comes to doing the sports stuff at the garden. So um, nah, I was I I don't I didn't even no I did I mean I made it to the to to the ground floor just to walk forty feet to the press entrance. <laughs> that was my that was my gr- glimpse of New York City. It was, it was 40 feet and then into the press box, into the press entrance and up the, up the stairs or up the elevator. Um, so, no, it was not as glamorous as it sounds. Actually, I mean, it was fun. I mean, anything you do in Madison Square Garden is fun, you know. Um, but it's a long fucking day because, again, I'm, I'm working regular job and then I'm doing that. Um, and it's 
you know, I had to scoot out early and oh, just such a pain in the ass. Why do I do this? I don't, why do I do things I don't like? <laughs> I swear to God. Um, so anyway, yes, Andrew Rich, he hit me up and he, um, the days, the days we found a, a, a good time in the schedule and yeah, my, it's one of my favorite podcasts. You know that. And Andrew's great. And um, it's wrestling memories, wrestling musical memories. And I think it comes out sometime this week. Like it'll, it'll be probably right around the time this show comes out. Um, so I had to pick three tunes that remind me of wrestling, like three legitimate musical tunes uh, that like remind me of wrestling. And I'll save what they are. I'm not going to divulge them here. You'll have to listen. Oh, you tease. <laughs> but uh, if you know me, you know, you know, uh, some of them. I would say one, I would say, well, no, probably all three of them are 80 songs. Uh, yeah, all three of them are 80 songs. I mean, there's no if or answer buts. Um, from different genres that remind me of wrestling. And it's weird because like Cheryl uh, will be in the car. And like some song will come on that would be outside of my genre, you know, outside of the box for me. And she'll just look at me, you know, roll up her nose a little bit. Wrestling song. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so it's one of those. Uh, but it's fun. I always love doing a show with him. He's, he's He is a funny dude, a smart guy, knows his music. Um, yeah. So keep an eye out for uh, music of the mat. I'll be on and uh, talking music. And, oh, I, share, and I, I think I share. I do. I will tease this. If, even if even it's not the music, I do share a story of how uh, a young Damon was uh, staying up late at night for a sole purpose to see a, 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 I believe it was Fantasy Island, the show Fantasy Island, and it was about a stripper. And I was hoping I would see some naughty bits. <laughs> it didn't work out. Oh, well, we've all been there. Stand up for the the, the ten minute free view. You used to get anyone who's uh, UK cable or satellite TV. You'll know what I'm talking about if you're in the similar age group to me. Before internet porn came and uh, I don't want to say ruined everything, but certainly made it less less of an adventure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Say. finding porn was such an adventure, wasn't it? Back in the day, like. You would walk around, like you walk home from school, and maybe you cut through the, you know, and you would see like someone a magazine looking in the bushes, yeah, for discarded pages of magazines. Oh my god, it was like it was like you hit the lottery. Um, I remember. Sorry to interrupt. uh, When I was in, uh, just started secondary school, so I would have been about twelve, thirteen years old, and I managed to get my hands on a porno mag, and so it was on a school trip. So I took this boys' school, school trip. I was the kid with a porno bag. I was the most popular motherfucker in <laughs> that whole trip. Everyone was coming in and looking at my magazine. Right. Right. I mean, if, if, if word got around that you got one, like you were, it was like you were a drug dealer at that point. You know, hey, what do you got? What, 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 yeah. All right, you'll get it after Wilts and you'll get it after Woody, but that's it, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then if you got, like, if, if somehow you found a videotape, if you got a hold of a videotape, Oh yeah, there was a oh. videotape as well. That's another story. Uh, right, right. I, <laughs> Which had a, I, I disguised yeah. by um, VHS. I disguised by putting the label over it and writing uh, WWF SmackDown and Raw. So. <laughs> Did 
dude. I had so people in my family wouldn't watch it. Mine was SummerSlam. Mine was SummerSlam '89. <laughs> yes, I. Yep, SummerSlam '89 was all porn. Um, uh, and so I had a, 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 a my sister's friend. My sister was older. Um, and her friend was I don't know what her story was, but uh, anyway, she, she apparently was old enough to. I guess she could be 18 to get porn. And I think she was 18. I guess she was 18 because she could get it. And and every time she would come over, and it wasn't often, but every time she would come over, I'd be like, can you go? Because we had the video store. You could probably walk to the video store. I'd be like, can you can, can, can you hook me up? She's like, oh, all right. She would go. She goes, well, what do you want? And I was like, I don't care. Just fucking at this point, I don't, I don't, have, a, I don't have a theme or a genre I need. I just need to fucking, you know, see a boob or two. Um, and she came back. This thing was hardcore, man. Like the like the minute I put the fucking tape in, there's fucking cum shots everywhere. This girl is just getting <laughs> just, just blasted, and I, it was too much for me to handle at the beginning. I was like, "What the fuck?" There was no buildup. It was literally just boom, 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 and I I couldn't handle it at first. I was like, "What the fuck is happening here?" Yeah, that was the first. I, that might have been the first time I saw a real, real porno though. Like you would see, like like in magazines, you would see, yeah, obviously, you know, there's no movement, but you would, you know, you wouldn't see anything too graphic. Well, yeah, it, I mean, a, a lot was left to your imagination. Let's put it that way. This, there, there was, this was, this was me jumping into the deep end of the pool of the porno. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> this was, yeah, it was the same I, for me. I remember like, asking the the boy that I procured it from, like, because I was dubious. I was like, oh yeah, you re- you really got a porno for us? I thought he'd like recorded one of the erotic late night movies from channel five or something like illegal. Movies, right. Right. A, a thrilling, sexy drama about courtroom. <laughs> you know, those are the sorts of ones where if you're lucky, you might see a, a nipple or two. Right. So I was like, okay, so what, what is the most explicit thing that happens in this video? And he was like, uh, it's all pretty explicit, mate. And I was, I was very skeptical. And then I watched it and yeah, probably similar to you within like about 12 minutes of this video, people are urinating on each other. So I was, <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> This is this is a bit spicy for me. Yeah. Uh, music memories with Andrew Rich, porno memories with the Super J cast. <laughs> but everybody has them. Like everybody, everybody has that first, you know, whoa, this is what this is all about. Okay. My goodness. Seems to be a lot of fluids flying around. <laughs> Jeez. Uh but yes, it was uh Yeah. It was uh, good times. Good, but, but but I guess my point is is that it all there was an adventure and I guess a buildup and a uh, um, an anticipation because again, now it's just, you know, click a button, boom, I could see just about anything. Um, and I, I don't know. And I know this sounds like grandpa Damon talking, but it's like, there's no, anti- that's what I, sometimes I feel like there's no anticipation for anything anymore. Um, and I think that's a, a lost feeling of, 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 of waiting and yearning. Hmm. Well, one thing we've been waiting and yearning for, Damon, is for Japan to ease limits on attendance at large events. And it looks like we're getting some positive movement in that direction. So the article that I read yesterday, uh, they're going to ease the 100,000 spectator attendance limit for big events. The gist of it seemed to be that you can have 5,000 spectators or 50% of the venue capacity, whichever is larger, And the cheering would be decided on a case-by-case basis. I mean, I assume there is some sort of external authority making that call. 
rather than the companies deciding themselves. But that seemed to be the, the choice anyway. You either you, you can have the full building if you want, as long as it's fewer than 5,000. But if you want chanting and shouting, it's got to be 50%. So we've got a few <laughs> a few questions coming oh, come in. Come on. I mean, seriously, right? Oh, my God. Uh, like who's making that call? Can I before the questions come? Who the fuck's making that call? I, well, I'm imagining uh, some, some Japanese. You can cheer tonight! Yay! I'm imagining some Japanese bureaucrat having to sit and watch tapes from the last <laughs> two years of New Japan with like a decibel meter, so just checking for each every single show. Are people cheering? Can right. we trust this company to right. enforce the, the cheering rules? Oh, I mean, come on! Now, I, this is getting loot, Joe. Is, are we at are we at ludicrous stages now? Yeah, I mean, look, okay. come on, Japan, you've beaten COVID, you've won. It's come on, you, 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 take take a victory lap. Just go everything back to normal, please, just for the sake of the sanity of me and Damon and all the other New Japan. Fans. I gotta worry so. about correct. If any of these questions are about decibels and who's cheering and who's not, I it's I think it's dumb. Okay, I think we're at the dumb part. I think we're at the point where I'm just like, I just, just please either do it or don't. <laughs> well, it's not just that. There, there was other news as well. The, the government setting to announce a relaxation of the border policies where exchange students, trainees, and those on short business trips will be able to enter the country with a quarantine mm-hmm. of as little as three days if vaccinated. So, ah. you know, is there anything that we say would be pure speculation? You know, we don't know what the company is capable of doing in, in terms of getting these visas for people who have been in the country or haven't been in the country. We don't know the vaccine status with the rest of us, but it's it's moving in the right direction at least. So I will throw the questions at you, at us. All right. All right. Uh, Multiverse Aces, do you think the type of crowds they're allowed to have for Wrestle Kingdom will influence the card? For example, would they hold back a match like Moxley versus Tanahashi for a time when they can have full cheering crowd if they're not allowed to at the Dome? And Trish said, with today's news, what sort of capacity do you think they will run at the Tokyo Dome show? So, I mean, at the very least, if it stays like this, there is the potential for... 20,000 people in the Tokyo Dome. And depending on how this cheering thing plays out, possibility for cheering. Uh, my question is, do 20,000 people still want to go and watch New Japan Pro Wrestling? Do you mm. think that is still there? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do. I mean, I think, I think 20,000 people they'll get. I don't. I, I. I really do, and I know that there are people that are are so aching to travel again and to get there that you know there's a possibility that they, you know, there's people are still hoping and planning that they can get in for this year's Wrestle King. Um, I think they can get twenty. The problem is this: twenty thousand is not a place where you want to save for Tokyo Dome. Because twenty thousand in the Tokyo Dome sounds sounds I don't care if there's full cheering or not sounds like five <laughs> right it's just it's a, a place where the where the sound just rises and it doesn't resonate now uh, now an arena an indoor building um, would be much better for with fifty percent crowd and cheering to, in my mind. Um, so I don't know if it makes a whole hell of a lot of difference for the Tokyo Dome. Um, now, you know, on lean years, 20,000, they, they had. So you can go back and watch tapes and see how that might look, feel, and sound. Um, 
look, anything that anything that moves forward in this process is okay by me. I, I'm I'm just like at the point where it's like okay, we're, we're come on, let's let's go, let's go. Let's, yeah, let's that's go. I don't have the energy to analyze and speculate. Just like just tell me what's going on when it's all decided, and then I'll comment about it after the fact rather than. Thinking, oh, well, if they've changed this quarantine rule, that means this yeah. wrestler might get in, or they might save this match if chanting is allowed, and blah, blah, blah. I don't just, think they'll ah, do that. I can't though. do it anymore. Yeah, I can't. A, I can't do it. And B, here's the thing, too. I don't think they do that. I don't think they sit there and say, Let, no, no, we have this match available to us, but we're going to hold this match, right? Especially when it comes to bringing in other talent and flying people in and all that stuff. I'm telling you, if they can do something, they're doing it. They're not waiting for shit because, quite honestly, we've seen this year. Just in G1, we've seen. They, with injuries, I'm sure they had shit written down for Ibushi to finish out the year. I'm sure they had shit for Naito. You know, I'm sure they had – I mean, injuries happen. Dumb shit happens. COVID happens. We've seen in the past two years. They're not. I don't think they're holding back on shit. If they have – they got to do it because they don't. They're so, you know, the world is has decided to, uh, and karma has decided to take a giant dump on the lap of New Japan Pro Wrestling. So let's. Uh, they're going to do whatever they can to do to do it whenever they can to do. Um, and yeah, I think twenty thousand. I think they can get twenty thousand. I, I I don't think they'll have any problem getting twenty thousand. If you told me forty, uh, that might be a problem. Hypothetically, would you prefer a full arena clap crowd or a half arena noisy crowd? Not yeah, for- not specifically for Tokyo Dome, but just like, you know, for, let's say power struggle, Edion Arena. So uh, again, I, I'm not saying that this is a choice that New Japan have to make, but would you take 5,000 people clapping or 2,500 cheering? 2,500 cheering. 2,500 cheering. Because here's the thing, 2,500 could easily sound like four. If they're, if they're into it, you know what I mean? Like you, that, and again, especially the building too, um, they, they can, they can make noise and they can stomp and they can cheer and they can yell and they can sing along and they, you know, um, I'd rather have that than, than, than 5,000 people sitting on their hands and then clapping. I'm so tired of clapping. Eh. Let's move on to talk about Ring of Honor, who, who? of course have <laughs> partnered New Japan in the past. And news coming up, they've uh, suspended all their shows, all their tapings until is it next April? They said they're going to yeah. do something, and they've released all their talent from their contracts. Um, you know, I don't look at this thing as a cause for celebration. I'm not getting excited like, oh, you know, what could this mean for New Japan? I think it's it's never a good thing when a wrestling company like ROH. See, well, I don't want to say go goes out of business, but you know, more competition is good. So, uh, I don't think this is something that we should be cheering for. No, but all the same questions coming in. Oscar Rudy says, with the RH news last week, how can New Japan and New Japan of America take advantage of the situation? Antonio says, thoughts on the ROH possibly folding or rebooting, thoughts on the whole situation, how will it impact New Japan, how will it benefit New Japan and other promotions? That is also my question. And Vase Collector says, can you see any of the ROH roster pulling a quote-unquote Chase Owens and shipping off to Tokyo for a little Japan run where ROH recalibrate during their quarter one hiatus or strong stateside. Anyone you'd like to see? And that is my question. So what do you make of this ROH thing? I think 
I mean, keep in mind, Strong is a place where not many people have contracts anyway, right? So let's not... Yeah, well, the the only one we have had confirmed is Fred Rosser, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, so let's not get all excited of New Japan bringing in guys too strong and thinking it's going to be any different than what they have right now, right? Um, They're using ROH guys anyway. I mean, people like... Brody King, Chris Dickinson, Jonathan Gresham, we have seen them or will be seeing them regardless of what their ROH status is. So you know, I don't really think this changes much. I mean, I don't believe from you can have all, all the disposable income to start splashing the cash and tying people down to exclusive contracts. I don't think they do that anyway. I think if these wrestlers are smart, they're going to be looking for the kind of deals that will let them work whichever promotions they want, basically. Yep. Yep, that's and and in in my mind, that's that's the smart way to go, um, to be able to and and it, keep in mind these are guys that you know some of them are young and a, a bright future, but you know might need just a little bit more exposure to different types of of wrestling and styles and promotions, and the more they work, the better they will be. Um, so that's that's you know that's the positive is you know they're a, you're going to see a lot of those younger guys being able to work in various promotions. Um, truth be told, you know, on the surface, the people that I worry about are the people who have been around the block a few times, right? That that um, haven't made. I don't want to say haven't made it to a big promotion with a contract and because that might not be something that they're even interested in, period. Um, but, you know, guys who have been around the block for Ring of Honor um, that aren't on strong and aren't, you know, making a shot for AEW or aren't, you know, keeping their names out there, um, those are the ones that that I would worry about a little bit. Um, and also, you know, there's more than just the people that are in the ring that are impacted by this. Um, it's, you know, it, I mean, I think of, was it Ian, is it Riccoboni? Is, 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 um, yeah, you know. if, if we're looking at anyone that New Japan should sign, it'd be him. Yeah. I mean, to me, he's, I, I enjoy his work. I think he does very well. Uh, for all the stuff that I've heard him on with Ring of Honor, um, that that's to me the guy that hasn't been signed yet. That might be a good idea to be signed is is Ian. Um, just there seems to be a gaping hole in in, in strong when it comes to um, a guy who can back up Kevin Kelly. Right? For, if, if Kevin Kelly can't do the shows. To have Ian in your back pocket, that's 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 strong. That's strong. Pardon the pun. Um, so, truth be told, that's the one I'm looking at. Um, that's not you know in ring. Yeah, that's the one I'm looking at. Uh, let's stick with the US for the time being. We've got a few match announcements. November thirteenth for Battle in the Valley, the San Jose show. We have Juice Robinson against Moose. We have Yuya Uemura versus Josh Alexander and Violence Unlimited. I think that's supposed to be Violence Unlimited, but someone deleted all the vowels, uh, which would be Brody King, Chris Dickinson, against the Stray Dog Army. Uh, for Detonation, November 15th, that must be a taping, 
Alex Coglin versus Josh Barnett, which is really interesting mm-hmm. to me. Gabe Kidd with his return match against Jonathan Gresham. And then Tom Lawler against Fred Rosser for the strong title. And also a singles match with Tomohiro Ishii versus Brody King. So any of those matches jumping out and making you take your pants down? I like the Brody King Ishii. That sounds really sexy, right? That one's a nice one. Um, Fred, or, uh, Fred Barnett. Former, former Eagles wide receiver Fred Barnett. <laughs> <laughs> making an appearance. Uh, aren't there a lot of you guys... You never know who's going to turn up on the Super J cast, do you? What's that? You never know who's going to turn up on the Super J cast. <laughs> right, right. right. Fact. Um Josh Barnett, of course. Um, I hope he challenges Jay White. I know lots of people have said it, but that, that is the match we all want. Three, no, three years in the making, oh, um, yeah. Josh Barnett against Jay White after all the, the shenanigans that went down whatever that show was. That's, you know the one. But. That, yeah, yeah, I was there. That's that's smart money. Isn't it? That's yeah, smart I think money. Yeah, a huge match. That would, That's smart money right there. Of course, the, but anything involving Jay White, that would be great. That never happened, so. <laughs> remember when Jay White, wait a minute, remember when Jay White had a face-to-face with Kenny Omega on Impact? You remember that? <laughs> I'm... What? I did. Oh my gosh. I completely yeah. forgotten about that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Do you remember that? I mean, this is Do just you remember that Jay stare down? failing to uh, deliver on any of the, the hype and the, the promises and the teasers that have been laid down. Right. I mean, since the beginning of the year. I, I And here's what, like, I remembered that like two days ago. And it was just like literally one of those things that just popped in my head, like just a random bing. And I'm like, oh my God. And I actually had to look it up on my phone and be like, did I dream that? That happened. It sure did. And it went, boom, into the pool. (laughs) So yes, uh, on paper, Joel, that sounds like a fucking fantastic idea. It sounds like something that would... uh, uh, a, it sounds exactly like something New Japan would do. Let's wait three years to capture on this, <laughs> on this momentum. <laughs> Maybe they can pay Let's off some wait. of these storylines in WWE somewhere down the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shibata's coming back too, so you know he'll finally get revenge on Kenta three years later. <laughs> hey, is Shibata coming back, Joel? He's not medically cleared. He's only cleared to do exhibition matches. So, is that what it is? Yeah. It's really that was. That, I mean, that's that's what it was. That I mean, that's that's what that's the word on the street. Yeah, that's. I think has been confirmed in interviews. Okay, he wants to get back in the ring. He wants to do it properly, but he's not cleared yet. <sighs> so it was a dick tease. Well, he could be working. Who knows? Hmm. I don't know. I. My my whole thing is just wake me up when it happens, you know. Once that match gets booked, then then I'll start getting excited about it. But that's why uh, you, I, I mean, I loved your enthusiasm for it last week. But it was I all bullshit, got a little right? bit carried away myself. I, well, we yeah. don't know yet. We don't know. Well, I think this is something we'll have to come back to in six months to a year. Are you saying nothing- this? You, are you saying my wild speculation of Shibata? <laughs> And Okada at the at the Tokyo Dome. That's yeah. I told you, you that's time, not that happening. Not going to happen. That, oh, I'm oh. sorry. Dave. Wow, we really we really took that ball and ran with it, didn't we? Here's what we, we do, though. <laughs> I will say this: what we do 
and I think part of what we like to do in in again, I we joke a lot about we do a show about us talking and we just happen to be recording it. This is us at the pub, right? That wild speculation. I, I want people to think, and and you can think it's bullshit. You can think it's not whatever, but whatever. Um, I like the idea of taking people for a ride, in a sense, not in a in a. This is total bullshit, and he knows it's bullshit. No, I'm 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 a fan, and I want to have fun and speculate like like the rest, and uh, enjoy what ifs. And I just wanted to take somebody on a fucking ride. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to, like cause I, I believed in everything I said. Don't get me wrong. Like I, 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 I mean, I, I'm, I led myself down that path. But the idea of taking people along and th- having people get hyped up for New Japan and having people think like, oh my god, this is a possibility. This is on the table. I'm fucking pumped. Great. Instead of sitting here for two hours being like, ah, this fucking sucks. You know, who wants to listen to that? Let's have some fun with it. So. All right. We're not going to have any more fun. Fuck me. Great. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you, this is actually quite interesting. Going back to oh. Japan here. Did you see Katsuyo Kitamura has reappeared? He's going to be having a fight on oh, the no. Ryzen show. Any interest in that? He doesn't, uh, he doesn't strike me as someone who I think is going to be a particularly successful mixed martial artist. He's one of these guys who's just so much muscle yeah mass uh, he, yeah he's gonna be gassed out after about 40 seconds yeah i mean i mean he's been training but here's the thing and i don't know much about the the rising so don't um don't at me um i don't even know what that means um they're not really known they like to have these very strange fighting style against very strange fighting style, right? Like almost like ex- like exhibition-y type things, right? Yeah, I think that's fair. Right. Um, so maybe that's the draw of I don't know, a guy who is that big and that, you know, who is going to get gassed out in 30 seconds. He's got he's to win it clean very quickly. Um. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I have some interest in it. I mean, I'm not going to stay up till three o'clock in the fucking morning to watch it, but yeah, if someone sends me a link to I'll watch highlights it. of it, whatever, I'll watch. Yeah, sure. yeah, I'll do that. Good luck to him. Good luck to him. Um, staying in Japan, then we had a match that was actually taking place when we were recording last week. It was the uh, the main event of the Bro to Power Struggle Show from Tuesday, October 26th at Korakuen Hall. It was the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship match where, to the surprise of many, the Flying Tigers, Tiger Mask and Robbie Eagles, defeated the champions Kanemaru and Desperado in 20 minutes, 30 seconds. Eagles forcing Kanemaru to tap out by the Rob Miller special. And the Flying Tigers became the new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. So that one was a surprise. I mean, I remember earlier in the year praising the Flying Tigers during the Super Junior Tag League, saying yeah, you did. people were sleeping on them and that Tiger Mask was looking really good and that it was a, an underrated tag team. I was not expecting them to strap them up. What did, what did you think of it? Yeah, it, it did shock me, actually. Um, it's, it's always I always think like a champion going into a... a uh, like a tag championship match scenario. It's very rare to me that, you know, you wind up with double champion. Um, 
You are right, though. That, Tiger Mask and Robbie Eagles have this fucking dynamic that I really dig. And I can't quite put my finger on exactly why I, I like it. Maybe it's just so I strange to me. I don't know. I But I really like the dynamic. And I, I like the look. I don't know. I just like them as a tag team. Um, but, yeah, the finish did shock me. The finish did. did cause, because I – I thought it was an easy way. I, 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 I swear to you, I was like, I would have bet the house on Tiger Mask taking the fall because that would have been the simplest, easiest thing just to get from, just to get through the night. You know, nobody, nobody's get. I don't. I think everyone in that building thought Tiger Mask was losing that match, right? Going into it, I know I did, and uh, yeah. I mean, I will say this. And I don't take this the wrong way. It is the IWGP Junior Tag Team Championships. I mean, it can it can get changed around to some strange teams, and I don't think anyone's going to get offended by that. Um, I'm just glad it's not Rapongi 3K, right? <laughs> I mean, we did have a question at Violence Giving says, at what stage do we get a junior tag division that can stand on its own two feet rather than revolving around the singles champs? And I don't think it has been the case. I mean, I think over the past few years the junior tag division has been established tag teams, but the problem is there's too few of them and we end up seeing yeah. the same combinations a hundred fucking times. Right. And that, and, and again, who are they bringing in? They're not flying in anybody for, for, for the fucking junior tag straps. You know what I mean? Where are the they, Regal twins? I can't find, they yeah. disappear without a trace. Checked all the social medias, case they just vanished off the face of the earth. And they were supposed to be my saviors for the junior tag division. And now they've, yeah, where are they? Dimension or something. They're not on social media. There haven't been updates for months. Wow. Are they okay? I hope so. If you're listening, Regal Twins, or if someone is listening who is in touch with them, let us know. I'm worried because yeah. we're legitimate fans. Like that. Like when we joke about they were going to save that. We were kind of. We were I, kind I was of. joking, Dave. Yeah. I meant that with all the sincerity in the world. Yeah. Oh no. And where's speaking of which? I mean, that kind of there. Uh, never mind. I was going to say, where's Stephen Regal's kid? Uh, I believe he's NXT now. Oh, really? Okay, that was quick, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you got the proper training. Now it's time to learn how to work the hard camera. Daddy, daddy, da- daddy showed up at Cork and Hall and was like, "Wait a minute, I know that guy." <laughs> So I can. We sign him. <laughs> Son, it's time to come home. Yeah. Enough of this, enough of this foolishness. Yes, foolishness. <laughs> the chicanery. Um, wow, yeah. I forgot all about them. But yeah, okay. junior tag division, wafer thin. But I appreciate having a breath of fresh air with new champions. And I think they're worthy champions. I, I, I am happy to see Tiger Mask getting a championship Gosh, the the, dis, the the length of time between this one and his last one must be pretty substantial. I mean, that, yeah. approaching some sort of record. I don't know. We'd have to ask Chris Samster about that. I mean, I thought it was a really good performance by him. He was, I don't want to say the cornerstone of the match, but he did feature quite prominently um, as the underdog babyface doing a lot of leg selling. There was really good sustained leg work, um, not just for him, but all the guys actually. And I think you could put Tiger Mask in the best of the Super Juniors, no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I don't know if there's space for him. I mean, 
there's been some whispers that he could be in the World Tag League teaming up with Yuji Nagata. So that is a possibility too. Uh, but yeah, Robbie Eagles is now double champion. Do you think we should now be expecting Bespi to win the singles title back at Power Struggle? Great question. Uh, you would think. You would think. I know, again, having two titles is always just like this red flag for me. Um, I was going to ask you. Uh, I'll, 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 I'm not going to answer your question with a question. I'll answer your question. Do I think? I'll say no. I think he successfully defends that title. What do you think of that? Um, but now I will follow up with the tag champions, Tiger Mask and Robbie Eagles. Are they a one and done, or do do they successfully defend? And who do they lose it to? Do you think they lose it back to uh, Katamaro and Despi, or is there a new team that shows their face and they lose to them? I think with Wrestle Kingdom around the corner, there's an expectation that we're going to see some familiar faces coming back. So, if I had to choose who would win it next, if I can't introduce any new names then maybe mega coaches if um, Rocky Romero is coming in I don't know if he is but if he's coming in for Wrestle Kingdom then he and Taguchi could take the belts and hold them for a bit I I really like that team alright so now you got me thinking and I just need some clarification and I don't know if you can I'm a pro wrestler I'm going to go to the Tokyo Dome what are the requirements that I need to do to go wrestle on three nights at, at Tokyo Dome or two nights at Tokyo Dome, one night at Yokohama. What do I need to do? Is it just three days of quarantine at this point? Yeah, if you're fully vaccinated, that's what it sounds like. Okay. People do that all the time anyway, right? Like even when they fly in for these shows, it's not like, you know, I mean, that's not a stretch. That's not a terrible thing. We're going to have, we're going to have a full slate if people want to come. Like if you're New Japan talent, I would. I'm expecting everybody to be there. Jay White, uh, Juice, Finley, all of them. Is that expectation that that it, that's going to happen, right? So that would include Shibata, right? Stop it! Don't. I'm just <laughs> saying. Say <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, but my point is, is yeah, Rocky should be there, right? Everybody should. Every, let's put it this way: this will be the first show where everyone's back, right? No excuses, right? Yeah, I would, I would think so. If it's just three days, and that applies to all of those names that we've mentioned, all the people that are in the states, then I don't see any good reason why they wouldn't be there. Okay. Strong. Who's coming over from Strong? Uh, I don't know what the situation is in terms of getting new visas. I mean, there's for people with pre-existing visas, then I think no problem. But in terms of generating visas for people who haven't been to Japan in recent years, that's going to be a problem. Yeah, I think so. For now, at least. Can they forge them? And (laughs) can Uh, so no, you're so not expecting Rosser, and we're not expecting. Filthy Tom, even though he is a free agent. I don't know because again, if they're if they're in loopholes, then 
you'd expect New Japan to be smart enough to work around them. You know, if we're <laughs> yeah. putting these guys on student visas or whatever. <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm a teacher, I'm an English teacher. Out, Hello, I'm here for my studies. Right. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I just needed to throw that in. So again, just so we're clear, and we run wild with the speculation. This should be a, the first Wrestle Kingdom in a few years where we have everyone available to us. It should be. Yes, I'll tentatively say yes. All right. All right. Very good. Thank you. In- injuries pending. Yes, of course. Of course. Um, okay. Well, we've got a question here from Chris. He says, a New Japan sticking with the one block of 10 format for best of the Super Juniors this year. The tour schedule, schedule suggests so. If so, who do you think makes the cut? This is something that gets discussed all the time on our Discord, and I never pay attention to it. Um, I just always forget it's one in one ear out the other. I, my understanding is the way that the the dates have worked out is that it's likely to be twelve. So, just Despi, Kanemaru, Hiromu, Ishimori, Sho, Yo, Bushi, Wato, Robbie Eagles, Taguchi, Doki, maybe El Fantasma or Tiger Mask. I, I don't there think there's going to be anything that's going to be yeah. setting the world on fire. Yeah, the, yeah, you name. But I mean, I lost count with my fingers. Uh, yeah, I mean, those are the names that'll be in that. Um, and then, I mean, I know, I know there's always speculation. They always want to bring in like Dragon Lee, but that's not happening, right? Well, he is one. I don't know what the visa status would be because he was in the country in 2020. I don't know if it would have expired or what, but who knows where. I, he's just, again, another one who's. As far as New Japan concerned, just disappeared into either. What a disappointment that is, you know, being involved in Jushin Thunder Liger's retirement and then poof, he's right. he's gone. Yeah. Sad. Um yeah. all right, well, shall we discuss a power struggle then, which Let's is do it. coming up this Saturday, November sixth, at the Osaka Prefectural Gym, the Edian Arena. We're opening with the young lions Kosei Fujita and Ryohei Ryohei Oiwa against Doki and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. So Routine win here for Suzuki Gun. Uh, again, I'm just looking at Fujita and Oiwa to see is there is there something there that can lay the groundwork for them being a tag team or junior tag team in the future. I think they're probably more geared towards being heels just because I don't like their faces. They've got <laughs> hateable faces. <laughs> I think they've got heelish faces. So, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a pretty easy win for Suzuki Gun. I'm in full agreement. Um, I'm, I'm again as I look for in these young lines matches. I'm not looking for technique and all. They have all that, you know. They, they they're they, yes, they can do a hip toss. Yes, they can do a Boston Cup. Yes, we get it. it was, they wouldn't be in that ring if they couldn't. Let's put it that way. Uh, I'm looking for connections with the crowd. I'm looking for personality. I'm looking for some glimmer of of that. Again, as a young line, it might be sometimes hard to do but that's what i'm looking for i'm looking for it's i'm not looking for hip tosses mm, that will be the acid test when we come back next week to discuss power struggle do you have anything to say about these guys like was there something that jumped off the the screen to you where you can say you know what that fujita yeah. i noticed such and such without having to you know twist yourself into a press or trying to have a take on a performance that you know, largely perfunctory just by their very nature. So uh, we'll, we'll 
touch base next week and see how they did. Second match, Tiger Mask, Honma, Makabe against Jado, Ghetto, and Tangaloa. Oh. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that um, hurts. I mean, seriously, yeah. I think my kidney just fucking popped. <laughs> I guess what I'm curious about here is, are uh, GBH, Great Bash Heel, going to be entering the World Tag League? Because yes. Honma and Makabe on yep. the same team. Yeah, probably. Is, am I looking forward to it? No. <laughs> Third match then. Uh, Master Wato, Taguchi, Yuji Nagata against Bushi, Hiromu, and Sanada. Again, I mean, what, <laughs> I'm not really sure what, what I can say about this. I've got nothing. I mean, what? <laughs> it's an undercard multi-man tag match. What do you want? Right. Please. Okay. Next match. Fourth match. Never openweight six-man tag championship match. Yoshihashi Ishii Goto defending against Sho Yujiro Evil. Is this the time on their 10th defense that the Chaos team finally lose? It's a nice, nice round number, right? Nice uh, 10, huh? Yeah, I think so. And it's a team that you could see them losing to, right? It's not some wacky hodgepodge team. Like, this is a team that... that has some focus. They they're gonna give they get they, they can't have evil not have any any type of gold right. And again, hopefully, if he wins, that can be him sort of tied up. That can be his Wrestle Kingdom program. Just see, fucking about with the six man. Now you see, we're on the same page with that. We're on the same page now uh, because yes, that's like he could fuck around all day long with the never six man titles. I don't give a shit. You could choke. You can bring out the fucking what? Yeah, you can do it all. I don't care. Sounds like a sex tape, doesn't it? <laughs> you can choke me. You can bring out the water. Uh, yes. Yeah, he's fucking about with this Never Six Man titles, which, again, have been elevated beyond anyone's wildest expectations by the Chaos team. Absolutely. That's the truth. And I'm not even going to say I'm not even going to sit here and say, "Oh, they're going to they're going to devalue the number six man." Oh, shut up, shut up. Yeah, there there is a ceiling for these titles, and I right. think we reached them this year. And yeah, good we job. reached them. Yes, yes, we had a fun time with them. Give it. You know what? I I have never rooted so hard for an evil win because you 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 nailed it. Have him fuck about with the Never Six Man titles. He can do whatever the, the, the Dick Togo can do whatever the fuck he wants with those titles. I don't care as long as it stays there. I don't give a shit. Go for it. I don't care if there's a live sex show with <laughs> just all standing around that all the House of Torture wanking each other off onto yeah. the belts in the middle of the ring. Love it. Love it. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love uh, it. I love it. Yeah, never titles. One thing I'd be interested in here is that these six-man titles have, over the last year, been defended in Korakuen main events that have lasted thirty-six minutes. Here, it's the fourth match on a nine-match card. How yeah. much time are they going to get? And is it still going to be good? Will Yoshihashi still be able to uh, show his value as a never openweight six-man champion? I don't want to say buried in the mid-card, but in the mid-card. I mean, it's a mid-card title. This is where it should be on a big yeah. show. Yeah. I mean, we had these titles be main events because we were stuck between a rock and a hard place. And we had guys who could go and and and, and make these matches pretty great. But, uh, beyond our wildest expectations. Uh, but 
yeah, no, it's, this is not getting 30 minutes. This is getting 10, 15, and it's going to be a sprint, which hmm, makes that it should even, be enough. Yeah, yeah. W- which makes makes me feel like this would be a pretty fun match, like just balls to the wall. Um, so yes. Now again, if they grab a fucking chin lock and we're doing a ten minute match and in a six man, t- uh, yeah, yeah, get up, get up the street with that. But 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 if they just go a, a very hard fast ten minutes, this could be pretty fun. Yeah. Speaking of fun, our fifth match is the provisional KOPW 2021 match with the holder Toriano against the challenger Great Okan in an amateur rules match of two three-minute periods with a 30-second interval. Hmm. This this could either be... I was going to say like comedy shit or it could be really good. If it's like serious grappling, you know, because we know he can grapple. You know, he does it once a year and it's always quite fun to watch. And Okan is an accomplished grappler. So if they actually do this properly and have an amateur wrestling match, I think it could be pretty damn good. And, you know, at the very worst, it's only going to be six minutes long. So how bad can it be? Come on. You... uh, Double speed. Watching double speed, three minutes. Yeah, double speed. Because here's the thing. I, I, I... Like they could work this in a way where it's all again. I'm pipe dream here. This is this. I'm 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 on Mars with this, but it's okay. Come come for the ride. The, the trip is great. Just take this little piece of paper, put it on your tongue. Come on, we're going. We're is, going for a trip. Shibata getting involved. <laughs> yeah. in <laughs> it's the ring. Uh, no, I'm saying you know they could do something in the sense of okay it gets a little bit too snug and it gets a little bit too tight and it gets a little bit too and you know it turns into One of them a little pops a boner <laughs> that's what i'm thinking that's what i'm thinking uh i was thinking blood loss not blood flow uh but imagine if somebody uh you know, gets opened up a little bit, or somebody you know turns into a little bit more MMA than it than amateur style, or whatever the case may be. Like, I don't know. It gets a little bit heated, and then and then you can have a little pull apart, right? New Japan loves to pull apart. Everybody jumps in the ring, and everybody's you know pulling everybody off. They love that. Come on, ah, oh, that's that's my only hope. Because honestly, do I do I want to see these two guys amateur style? With it just them just grab just grabbing holds, I'm gonna be I'm gonna flat out tell you on the surface this sounds horrific. <laughs> sounds this sounds like this will put me to fuck to sleep. It will put me to sleep. Do you have any preference on who wins this or, or opinions? I mean, do you think this is just a, a stupid comedy title that needs to stay on Yano? Is it something that yeah, if keep it on Yano? Okan right? wins it, you're thinking, uh oh, <laughs> why is he being dragged down with this fucking well, anchor? Yeah. Um, now, I, I mean, here's the thing: Yano can win. Yano's going to win this with a with like a, like a schoolboy, right? Like some sh- shitty fucking, you know, roll up, and that's how he's going to win. He's going to, right? Is that's how, that's what's happening here, right? Uh, I assume so. Um, I mean, there's other ways you can get there. Whether yeah. it's going to involve some props, some toys, oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. But we probably spent we spent longer predicting this match than the match itself will actually take. Yeah. So probably time to move on. The sixth match, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match with Robbie Eagles defending against Despy. So you're thinking Despy 
retains. Um, I was thinking. Oh, sorry, you're thinking Robbie, Robbie Eagles, Eagles retains. retains. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards Despy winning just by virtue of the fact that they flipped the junior tag belts. I think Despy is probably going to be champion. Hiromu wins best of the Super Juniors, and then we can get that match at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, but again, this, the same thing applies here that I said about the never six-man titles. The junior heavyweight title has been leaned on heavily to be you know, second attraction, given that there are fewer singles titles in Japan than there used to be. Mm. But now this is, again, it's a sixth match on a nine-match card. They're not going to be getting much time. Probably, what, 15 minutes? But again, should be enough. I, I, I'm excited by this card and as much as there's not going to be any any matches drawn out for the sake of it. Yeah. I'm, I find that refreshing and I'm excited to see what these wrestlers can do with limited time rather than being told that they've got to go for 10 minutes longer than they probably want to. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I just think that... I mean, it makes sense for Robbie Eagles to lose um, and everything that you have laid out. It depends on when. He, I mean, how long is he staying? Like, if he if he wins, he's he's not going back home, is he? He's staying in Japan, I would think. Um, yeah, he's probably losing. But I'm I'm gonna go. I'm I'm, I'm gonna say he holds on to it. Why not? Just to play devil's advocate. Then our seventh match is the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship match with Tanahashi, his second defense against Kenta. Now. Just caveat here, maybe Shibata involvement. I would I'll give a five percent chance of that is. happening. I, I let's go into this match not expecting it. I don't think it's gonna happen. Don't expect it to happen. If it does happen, that'll be a, a nice little surprise. But if it's just Tanahashi Kenta, I feel they've had quite a lot of matches over the last year, and they've all left me feeling a little bit underwhelmed. Yep. Um again, with shorter time, maybe they'll have to do something a bit more interesting, a bit more engaging here. Uh, in terms of who wins, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the plan is for this U- US heavyweight title. It could be an attraction for whoever wins that to fly over to the States and do some tours, do some strong tapings, you know, maybe fuck about with Impact, AW, whatever. Kenta still lives could, here, right? Yeah, I think, I think it would make sense for Kenta to do that. Yeah. I'd be interested in that. So... Yeah, I will predict a Kenta win and Kenta to take it to the States and do something with it. I know this is going to be a dumb question, but this will be the first time he holds that title, right? Well, he held a briefcase for a long right. time. That's not you the may title. remember that he... No, yeah, that's correct. I think he wins the title. I think he wins the title and triumphantly returns to Fl- Florida <laughs> and defends that title. Uh, to every, yeah, yeah I, I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. Get that off of Tanahashi. Tanahashi doesn't need a title. Not Unless we want Tanahashi to keep it and go into Wrestle Kingdom and defending against someone like John Moxley. That does lead, like, okay, so let's just say that he does lose it to Kenta. What do we, what do, we do with Tanahashi going into to Wrestle Kingdom? I know that the narrative has been him elevating others in past years. Um, But I can't think of one sexy match unless, unless we are bringing in people to have a sexy match. 
because the sexiest matches for Hiroki Tanahashi at the Tokyo Dome is going to be with someone that's not on the New Japan roster right now. Am I right? Yeah, can't disagree with you there. Okay. I think he's, he's, he's wrestled everyone there is. There's, he's feuded with everyone there is to feud with. Yeah. So if we're looking for a sexy Tanahashi match, which we love to have at, at, on a big stage because we know he delivers, I don't care what condition he's in physically. Big stage, Tokyo Dome, Wrestle Kingdom. The man's going to put on a show. That sounds like he needs a good dance partner. I'm just saying that might be something to, to consider. That special attraction match. We got, hey, Joel, I don't know if you noticed, we got two nights again at the Tokyo Dome and then another night at Yokohama. We got some seats. Interesting. I did, sorry, did you see that AEW are having a TNT special on the 8th of January? On the 8th of January? Yeah, the same date as the Yokohama Wrestle Kingdom. Mm. Well, is it a live event? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I have not done my research. Okay. But I, there was some speculation. Some people said, oh, maybe this is going to be... A taped to broadcast. Yeah. yeah. Probably not, but... Probably not. Just throwing that, that out there. That is, that is interesting because that, because that would be... Wouldn't that be a smart little thing? I mean, well, AAW doesn't have any of the production costs, right, involved in that. Taped to broadcast... They show it. They chuck it up there. More people will have, will will see New Japan than you know they have in a long, long time. That's a win-win for everybody. That is a win-win for everybody. Again, we're speculating based off of one sentence that Joel has said. Of you know, they have a special, whatever that means. That could be that could be a taping from Poughkeepsie, New York. But, I mean, if we're, you know, if, if, if we're speculating like we like to do, that's, that, that, that's, that's a smart move for everybody involved, not for nothing. I would like someone to edit together all the times we've been <laughs> speculating oh, like man. this and being wrong about all of them, just desperately trying to inject some Life. Right. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we're doing, though. But that's but that's what we're doing. You know, uh, again, I'm not predicting anything. I'm not pre- I'm not sitting here telling you what's going to happen. I'm sitting here saying, OK, let's get fucking pumped up. But, but like what could happen and then get thoroughly disappointed when after a year it doesn't happen. That's what this show is. In case you haven't figured it out. <laughs> in the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking, ah, maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs at Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. I was able to open an Arena Club slab pack, and and I'll be honest, it was a lot better than what you normally do. Say you go to a card show, and there's a random innocuous brown bag of cards, and yeah, you can open it, and look, it's going to be junk. You're, you, you know what I mean? Like You know what you're probably going to get in those. Maybe you find that fun. 
And sometimes I do. Sometimes I like just opening up cards and saying, ah, hey, look at some random cards or whatever. But if you're really in this game to, to find value and find particular cards, it sucks to have to buy these mystery packs. And it ends up being, you know, almost nothing. You know, nothing of value. Not with Arena Club. You can display, again, of all available cards, hit rates, grading. So you know that when you're opening up the slab pack, you are going to get something valuable. You are getting something good. And Arena Club, in addition to having those great slab packs we just talked about, is also a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying, all that sort of stuff. But those Arena Club slab packs, man, they are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your polls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling, and you can have them officially graded by Arena Club as well. So again, setting these things off, it's going to be officially graded by Arena Club. And the Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent with full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform that you have to check out. So right now, I've got a special offer here for Voices of Wrestling Network listeners. You can get 10% off of your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Now, that's a crazy offer. That's 10% off a $400 slab pack. $40 off right there. 10% off your first purchase. No matter what that purchase is, 10% off. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net for 10% off your first purchase on Arena Club. And we thank them for sponsoring the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. Damn right. Um, okay, eighth match is the IWGP World Heavyweight, heavyweight oh, Rights to Challenge in Tokyo Dome contract, which is now the belt. It's the the, the uh, Generation 4 belt. Yeah. Uh, Kazuchika Okada defending against Tamatonga. Um, I quite like this match in the G1. And again, G1 matches always have that sort of added bonus of you never know who's going to win. Here, we know exactly who's going to win. So right. I think the the aim is to just have a good match. There's not going to be any drama or excitement to it because I don't think anyone is buying Tamatonga winning it. And just hopefully it doesn't go too long. Again, let's, let's get in and out of there in less than 20 minutes and I'll be happy. I feel bad for guys put in that spot though. Like they get that win and then there's always that follow-up match. And and it you know they always lose you know I mean it always goes nowhere so I kind of it's feel good bad. for Tamatonga I think that's more than he could have expected to be honest I mean if you if you wind the clock back a year or two years if we sit there and said oh Tamatonga challenging for the the G one con uh, Wrestle Kingdom contracts then yeah you'd say I was smoking crack so again I think this is what what I said after the G one match this is the Tamatonga gold watch you know thank you for your loyalty thank right. you for sticking by us through this hard time there's your big g1 with g1 win over okada have your your little contract challenge and back right. to the tag division you got yep. even though i don't you know i thought he was really good as a singles wrestler and maybe we'll see more of that but uh yeah i'm not i'm not ready to shit on this match not much drama but i think it'll be a good match anyway i hope so i hope so um because if it, if it is a good match then you have somebody that you can go to in the future too Right, um, where you know, if you wanted to, like, if he has a good match, people won't dismiss the idea of him being a challenge to another title. You know what I mean? So I kind of hope there that it is a good match because I think you know, listen, I think we all can agree we're over God, and if we have some some 
some other options that are sexy, then yeah, I'm all for it. So I, I, I sure as hell hope it's a great match because that that just opens the door for other things. Give me percentage odds of there being some kind of House of Torture Bullet Club shenanigans here. Um, Let's uh, you know, just I'll say for low. the sake of argument, uh, like evil interfering, right? Costing uh, the match, the Bullet Club House of Torture. Blah, I blah, hope blah. not. I mean, just think, just think of that. What that means for Okada, you know, and think about what that means for Kamatanga. You know, we're trying to we're trying to elevate a guy. Um, well, Tamatonga evil singles feud. Tamatonga defending the honor of the Bullet Club. Evil is the invading House of Torture spinoff. We're doing Tama this Tonga. way. We're, we're doing we're doing we're doing the the breakup with Tamatonga and not with Jay yeah. White. So no, Tamatonga first. Tamatonga is defeated by Evil, and then Jay White reappears as as a savior. Yeah. So Tamatanga is the punk. Yeah. Oh, you should tweet him that. <laughs> <laughs> he would shout at me. He would say bad words and make me feel sad. Oh, he'll call, right. He'll, make, he'll call you he'll dirty. Call me names. a flame ass Dorito or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. Did it? Wasn't he the guy? So hoped somebody got killed or something like that. Like he was like, yeah, he had a in the mil- Twitter beef with a a war veteran guy from the military. Yeah, yeah, and he blocked us, oh, and then match. he unblocked us. So I just again, that's something I th- he blocked us. Uh, yeah, this is when we were shitting on him in the 2018 G1. So we must like, we he never said anything us. directly to him. Probably a bit of vanity searching, blocked no. us, but then unblocked us. So again, I I like to think of what that situation was like, where Tamatonga was thinking about us and thought. You know what? These guys are all right. I was wrong, and I'm going to unblock yeah. them. There's no reason anybody should be blocking us. We should be doing the blocking. You know how many, <laughs> you know how many idiots you want us to see? He just poof, and he doesn't give a fuck. That's the funniest thing. That that that's always the thing that makes me laugh. Is that you could give a shit? Like it's so. It's, it, he doesn't care. People. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. <laughs> so I'm about to be a father of two children. Right. I could not give a flying fuck what. <laughs> Mr. Random Twitter 7 followers says to me. Yeah. Fucking unbelievable. Um, okay, cool. So that's that. Tamatanga likes us, and we like him. So let's... Uh... Yeah. Well done, Tamatanga. Good yes. good pro wrestling. We like yes. you. Uh, main event, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match. Shingo Takagi, third defense against Zack Sabre Jr. And, you know, let's acknowledge this is probably a filler, uh, like a replacement defense. I think the plan probably would have been Ibushi and good chance of Ibushi actually winning the belt as it is with Zach. Whilst I would love it to happen, I don't think it will. I think this is a filler defense. And again, without that G1 drama, or who's going to win, This the drama is compromised here. So I think the best we're hoping for is uh, an exciting match, which I'm sure they'll deliver. But yeah, these matches in the, sort of the power struggle, King of Pro Wrestling spot are always a bit tricky just because unless you have a credible challenger, then there's not much drama to it. And yeah. I'm afraid to say this is the case for the main event too. Uh, give me a percentage of Zach Zaba Jr. walking out as IWGP heavyweight champion. Give me a percentage. Gosh, two percent. I mean, two percent. I, I just think the story is there with Shingo and Osprey and yeah. Shingo and Okada. It's it's all there. There's too much there for Shingo. Yeah. Too many unresolved narrative 
threads for him to suddenly throw Zach into the mix. All right. That would just that would that would make things really complicated, wouldn't it? <sighs> oh well. Look. I mean, I'm 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 oh well in. I got we got Shingo. <laughs> Still, you know, it's not like we're we're taking a we're taking a drop back. And and again, everything is leading up to Billy coming back and uh Okada with his beautiful, beautiful belt that he wears so proudly. Um and once again Double gold dash. <laughs> it would be triple gold dash at this point, right? Wouldn't it be? If everybody's winning all the belts, the phony world title, the IWGP heavyweight championship, and uh, and Shingo's. So, just big Yay. like smelter in the middle of the ring. Everyone's got to throw their belts. <laughs> be and they're all melted down. Yeah, <laughs> be great. I would love that. That would be cool. Like like if you lose, it goes into that that hot. Just smoldering, flaming, and yeah, it melts right in front of them. And they're like, fuck. And then the next man, you know, next match happens, blah, blah, blah. And then by the end, I don't know how they would rig it, but by the end of the match, they're able to construct this new belt that's been forged from all this other. Wow. We should be bookers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is good shit. I know. All right, well, that's Power Struggle. Um, let's dip into Autumn Attack from Strong. So this was, uh, again, the taker from Garland, Texas. First match, Fred Rosso, Rocky Romero, defeated Danny Limelight, J.R. Kratos. So it's Fred Rosso got the pin over Danny Limelight after 14 minutes, 40 seconds with a gut feeling. So I like this little story they're launching now with Fred Rosso making his way through Team Filthy to get his crack at Tom Lawler. So yeah, good, good match, fun match. Danny Limelight was really good here. Again, he's a guy who... With travel opened up, I would not be... He'd be a good candidate, actually, for freshening up the junior tag division. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him in Best of the Super Juniors as well. I think he's a really useful guy to have around. Uh, second match was Leo Rush defeating Taiji Ishimori, 15 minutes, 13 seconds with the final hour. So this is proof, if anyone needed it, I mean, I don't think we did, that Leo Rush is capable of having high-quality singles junior matches with with the top junior talent in New Japan and you could pencil him into the best of the super juniors tomorrow and he would not look out of place at all he could I, I think he could win it I'm not saying I think he's going to be in it I don't think he is just because of the visa situations but it's clear at least that New Japan are still keen on him because to have him beat Ishimori who you know is no slouch Ishimori is a, a protected talent in New Japan he's valuable to them so right. they wouldn't have him losing to anybody so the fact that Leo run here I think Leo won here is remarkable in and of itself. And then our main event was Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki defeating Royce Isaacs and Tom Lawler. So Suzuki pinned Royce Isaacs after 11 minutes, 7 seconds. And um, I thought Royce Isaacs was the most interesting part of this match. And and Suzuki gave him quite a lot, actually. Suzuki is the end of this US tour. I hate to be uh, a misery guts and a stick in the muds, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm, I'm pretty fed up. You know, seeing the same match again and again for Suzuki. Oh, I'm what are you saying? That he's doing it. The, the, the matches, it's just the same every time. You know, it's forearm exchanges and it's funny faces. Right. And I understand why he does it because he's he's not a young man and he's making great money from it. So fair play to him. You know, I fully respect it. I wouldn't want him to do anything differently, but I just I cannot muster enthusiasm and excitement. Say, so, oh wow, look at this amazing exchange. I, I saw that on Twitter. Someone posted, look at this incredible breathtaking exchange between Hangman Page and Suzuki. And it was just forearm exchanges and funny faces. And if you don't see that kind of stuff, if you only watch US wrestling, then I understand the novelty of that and why someone like Suzuki would be very exciting. But he's got his his little grift going and fair fucks to him. 
not a complaint, but I'm not particularly interested in, in the matches. Although I will say what was quite fun that I do recommend people check out at the end of this match was Suzuki cutting promos in English, in which it was very, very cute because he said something. He was like, I will come back or something like that. And then Lance Archer said to him, say it again, do it again. And then Suzuki got <laughs> a bit confused and was like, what? what what was that? And then he, he started giggling. It was it was quite adorable. So if you want to see like a more sort of cute, playful side of Suzuki, then watch the end of this uh, the, the aftermath of this strong main event because it was it was very funny, very good. Now I'm um, going to agree with you. I'm going to agree with yeah. you a hundred percent in the sense of the matches are exactly the same anywhere you go. It's no matter who the opponent. Blah 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 blah. blah. Um, what does that say though about Suzuki himself that? I mean, and, and 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 you know, he's probably the biggest name on on these shows. Not, not probably, he is the biggest name on these shows that um, he's been on on that U.S. tour. And the crowd, at least in my limited viewing, just ate him up. Could not get could not get enough of him. Like that to me is a pro wrestler, like a guy who has the charisma and the 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 presence that's the word i'm looking for the presence to be able to walk out there with his towel the whole nine yards everyone's singing along everyone's pumped everyone feels like they're seeing a legitimate star and again the matches he's not really doing all that much he's hitting very hard in very safe places no doubt sounds amazing reverberates throughout the, the arena but he's the star. Like that to me is for him to be able to, to pull that off, like wherever he went, that speaks volumes about who he is. And that's what makes him special. And that's what that's what I think people are are want to uh experience. Like they want to they want to 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 go on that ride. And the and the matches are fun and exciting because of that. Like if these if there was just two guys in there doing the same thing, you'd be shoulder shrugging, be like, "All right, right, this is good." But the fact that it's him doing it, and the fact that he's able to put together the entire package, um, the entire pro wrestling package, is what makes it special and fun and and unique. Um, and, and also le- seeing it against some of people's favorite U.S. wrestlers, you know, yes. seeing him do it against guys like Moxley or Brian Danielson, I, I completely understand what the appeal is there. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what's happening here. But 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 yes, yes, wet blanket jaw. Uh, <laughs> the matches are the same. <laughs> they are absolutely. It's making I. You know, what I think when we finish recording, I'm going to go back and watch Suzuki versus Goto from Rescue Kingdom Twelve because that was a fucking good match. Watch was... it. You'll hear Don Callis <laughs> call me names on commentary. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sorry to God. Yeah, yeah that I match. That. They're like he's an asshole or something like that. I'm like what? No, I think was, I forget. He's a jerk or a nerd, or I forget what it is. But yeah, they, they spent a good, good a good minute talking about me because because we were doing the bit, the bald headed geek bit, bald headed geek. Um, Kevin Kelly took liberally that I took liberally from Jim Crockett Jr. All right, anywho, what else we got? Uh, Tom Lawley is a free agent now, so the MLW oh. contract is is done. Do you think he is a guy that New Japan will want to be? tying down to a proper contract or do you think they'd be perfectly happy to continue with the way things are? Because if I was New Japan, I would be trying to get him down at the table and saying, look, we want you to be a big part of this company for the next 
18 months or whatever. We want you in Japan. We want you in the G1. We want you mixing it up with, with the top guys on our domestic roster. Right. Please sign here. Okay, let me say this. If they don't, if they don't, New Japan is not playing hardball with anybody. Right? We're not, they're not seriously trying to be a, 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 a company that is to be thought of in the top tiers of pro wrestling companies in the United States. Is that clear? Is that, is that, if they, if they yes. aren't actively, proactively having to have a sit down contract, sign here. We want you here. Here's the money. Sign here, please. We want you. We think you're valuable, etc. If that hasn't happened, or is not planning on being happening, happening, New Japan's not seriously. Cons- you can't seriously consider them as a top player in the United States. Agreed. Yes, I think it would be promotional malpractice not to make a serious play for him. For all that he's done for Strong, for all that he's done f- to help that company. Now, again, this might be a, an issue of Tom Lawler saying, eh, I'm going to go explore my options out, uh, elsewhere, right? That's fine. That's fine. But if New Japan at least hasn't made the effort to do this, whether they win or not, whether they have the, the money to do so or or whatever it is, if that isn't the case, uh, we're not a serious company in the United States. Yeah, we're in agreement there. Um, Sean says, when do you think we will get tag titles for Strong? Do you expect to see West Coast Wrecking Crew, Aussie Open, Ishigoto, Yoshi, Okada, Hardcore Yano and Nichols for Tag League? Uh, no, none of them. We're not yeah, going to get none. any of those mentioned for Tag League, I'm afraid. Uh, I think Tag League is going to be rough. Sparse. Year. I mean, I'm sure everyone will try hard, but when... Those lineups come out, people are going to be like, oh, and I will be <laughs> reaching out to more <laughs> guest co-hosts as I yeah, struggle with public parenting. Get your demo tapes in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think tag titles are strong. Would that be a good idea? I mean, is is it deep enough to run that? Yeah. Probably. I think so. Yeah, think why not? And, and again, build up one team as your ace team. West Coast Wrecking Crew, just say, right, you're our guys. You are going to have these tag titles. You're going to be all new, all on commas for the next nine months. Then you're coming over to Japan for World Tag League or Dominion or, or whatever. And yep. you're going to have a program with our IWGP tag champs. Well, how can we can figure that out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I, I'm sure it's something that has crossed the, right, the mind uh-huh. of Rocky Romero. He is he's the brains behind the operation. All right. Totally. Um, Sean also says, what are your thoughts on the New Japan Strong Commentary team not knowing the names of people's <sighs> signature and finishing moves? Yeah, it sucks. Um, and I understand that Matt Raywalt is new to the product, but it's it's rough. It doesn't... It's not doing themselves any favors, let's put it that way. No, not doing themselves any favors. And, and again, as we talked about, we do have a free agent out there that I think would fit in just fine. Uh, a lot of Squid Game questions. These have been in the can. What for is a Squid while. Game? I have uh, when okay. I when I tell you, I have no idea what the fuck this is. I don't even know what it means. What is this? So it's a Netflix Korean TV drama about people who voluntarily enter a, a money a competition to win loads of money, but it's 
deadly. Like if you lose, you play childhood games, but if you lose, you get killed. And okay. The, the, why? Why is this so? Why do I hear this everywhere? Why is it so? It's good? It's really though? good. It's just captured everyone's imagination. I think maybe a, a touch overrated, but I, I had a blast watching it. Me and Melly got through it in about two nights. We, we binge watched the whole thing. Really well acted. Um, some of the set pieces are fantastic. Uh, so yeah, if you haven't watched it, you, you'll have a good time. I mean, it's. Am not, I gonna like I'm, it? Uh, no. Okay, that's all I needed to hear. No, that's all I needed to hear. Well, you you just don't like. TV. I don't know. There, there is a touch of the pro wrestling about it, to, to be honest. You know, you've got your sort of colourful characters and the the gimmick games and competitions and stuff and high stakes. Am I going to think it's stupid? Am I going to be like, oh, what am I watching? I will be. Give it, give it a go. Give it a go. Is there anybody I know in it? No, it's it's Korean. It's all they're Korean actors. It's okay. subtitled. But subtitled. I thought the acting was brilliant. Anyway, for the, the Korean actors at least. Uh-huh. Um, so a lot of people want sort of New Japan comparisons. Kieran says, which New Japan wrestlers would make it to which round in Squid Game and why? Charlie B says, if you cast New Japan wrestlers into Squid Game, who would play each part? Um, as a rarity, imagine a Squid Game would just wrestle. Oh my gosh, Squid Game, Squid Game, Squid Game. So I would have Evil, Evil and Dick Togo have got to be in it. They, they're going out in round one. <laughs> Bullet to the head. Uh, I think Yano's got to be in there. Some sort of Yano shenanigans in round two. Uh, we've got to have Suzuki in there. I think he could be like the sort of scary gangster person. Um, yeah, Naito. Naito is your main character, I think is a good shout. Uh, he, he would be, if I if I had the book, if I had the Squid Game book, he's making it all the way to the end. Um, maybe, maybe a betrayal or two along the way. Maybe Sonata. Sonata tries to turn on him towards the end. Uh, so <laughs> there's my Squid Game book in. Um, and yeah, so that is the Squid Game questions. Uh, what else have we got here? Um, Bash says, with the likes of Kenny, Brian Danielson, and now Adam Cole, say they want to wrestle again in New Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think they should be slotted on the US side of things? Or do you think they'll be playing a big part when travel opens up in Japan, Wrestle Kingdom time? Who do you think they can face? And Ben says, thoughts on Adam Cole wanting to do New Japan again. Can't see him having big feuds or even a tournament, just great one-off matches. So uh, do you think Adam Cole is a person that we see wrestling for New Japan again in the near future? Um, I, I, maybe. I, I think they have bigger f- names that they want. And when I say bigger names, I mean bigger names from a New Japan fan base. Who would they want? You know what I mean? Um, but I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. Again, I think a lot of this. Don't think that the people that run these promotions don't do the same things that we do on maybe a more informed basis uh, of, okay, can we bring this guy in? What if we bring that guy in? What if we do this? What if we do that? Uh, Truth be told, Kenny is not doing strong. I would be shocked. And I will say this as well. They, they, a lot of the AEW guys that worked um, strong and stuff like that, um, aside from like Moxley, is there any other who's – who's the other guy? Who's another guy that worked in front of a crowd? Um, well, Eddie Kingston did, so I'll shut my mouth. Um, my point was – They've got enough guys for strong. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, strong. 
Here's what you want to do. I don't do. think he's he's enough of a draw to really make waves if he were to fly over to Japan. You know, if, if it's like, right. oh, Adam Cole's coming to Wrestle Kingdom, are Japanese fans really going to give a he's shit? Fourth I'm match, not sure. Yeah. yeah, he's fourth match. I think yeah. maybe so if you're doing sort of cross promotional big shows in the states, there's a lot of value to him there because he's a big star in, in America, yeah. but not so much in Japan. I feel. Can he, look circle Wrestle Kingdom, circle Wrestle Kingdom. Like what? Like that's when we, that's when we'll see where we stand with any relationship we have with any promotion. Circle Wrestle Kingdom, because again, if if travel is is opened up, and if all that quarantine is reduced to three days, that's doable. If all that happens, and we're on the same path come January, that's when we'll see all the people that people want. All the people, all this. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen there. I mean, I, I mean, you're not going to see strange shit at World Tag League. You're not going to see. Get hyped for Wrestle Kingdom. Get hyped for Wrestle Kingdom. Hayden says, "Will we see guys like Zack Saber Junior., Taichi, Jeff Cobb, and Evil being? Uh, oh, sorry, we see guys like Zack Taichi, Cobb, Evil being pushed more during the pandemic rather than before. How do you think things will be when Jay White?" Will Ospreay, uh, Brian Danielson, Mox, etc., yeah. are able to return? Do you think those guys named at the start of the question will be lost in the shuffle? That's that's the question, right? Because now it's feast or famine that we got, and guys, uh, this is pro wrestling, right? A lot of guys are chummy chummy. It's still pro wrestling, and a lot of it is okay. What my value? And like, what? Where am I at when it comes to the pecking order of of a pro wrestling company, right? So, yeah, could there be animosity, jealousy? Hey, I I've been fucking here while you guys were at the states. I was I I kept this company afloat, uh, working my ass off. G one, mm, and now you're gonna roll in here and and take a spot. That, that that that's certainly a possibility. That 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 mindset. Don't don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Uh, now the good news is is that from from what I understand of relationships with others, and I don't know everyone and every relationship everyone has with everyone. This crop of wrestlers seem to get along. That's a crop. <laughs> Sorry, I, just, I had to do that. I think you should leave reference. I couldn't help myself. That's fine. Crop. <laughs> But the but you get you get my point. The idea is, um, could there be jealousy and animosity? Yes, absolutely. Will there be? Maybe. Uh, will people who have been carrying New Japan for a couple of months while COVID was away maybe become devalued with the influx of talent that is expected to come ashore? Yeah. I think so. I think so. And I think that's I think that's going to lead people to be a little bit unhappy, I think, and and feel underappreciated and you know issues, who knows. Who knows. But yeah, I mean, I as as with any professional athlete or team, you know, that's that that should be expected to be honest with you. Like if you take pride in what you do and you want to be the best, yeah, somebody just kind of moseying on in on your spot. Oh, okay, no matter what the perceived value is, yeah, it's going to sting a little bit. It should. 
Step into some Discord questions. Classic Cat says, of all the current New Japan wrestlers, obviously excluding Gedo, Jado, Togo, Rocky, who do you think will be the next generation of bookers? Uh, I think Naito. I think Naito's got a good mind for the business. Uh, I, I can see he's got a good eye for detail. So I think he is someone who would want to be involved in that. The names you think would be probably wouldn't in historic. Well, Ricky Choshu did kind of have New Japan under one of the greatest. <laughs> uh, but I was thinking like Tanahashi. I mean, I'm sure he already has massive influence on the book. Um, trying to think of somebody a little bit outside the box, though. Night is probably a good pick. Not that outside the box, but it's a good pick. Um, maybe somebody like uh, <sighs> hmm. I was going to say Tiger Mask, but nah. I'm trying to think of somebody older. See, here's the problem here. If you get too older, they're not going to be current. You know, like you don't want Yuji Nagata in there. Because I don't think Yuji Nagata would, would be able to understand, like, what the fuck. I'm trying to think, like, you know. Great Okan's anime. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okan, uh, actually, he's someone I think has got a good mind for the business. I think he's a guy who gets it. So okay. somewhere in the future, I could see him being involved. I actually like just Despy or, 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 or Kanemaru. That might be good. Yeah. yeah. Somebody like that. Okay. Let me transition to another classic catch question because uh, you brought it up uh, about influential people in the company. Who do you think is more influential backstage, Okada or Naito? It feels like Naito has a ton of ball. It feels like Okada is the one who, I don't know if it's just kayfabe, but he just gets away with all the wacky shit more egregiously. Uh, There's another question about this, actually. Um, do you th- Mark says, do you think Okada is fucking with New Japan for random requests? For example, paraphrasing, but KOPW will change the business. Instantly, it's a comedy bullshit title. The whole seemingly endless boring money clip run, and now I'd like the V4 title instead of a briefcase. So, uh, do you think, yeah, who's got more pull backstage? Okada. Okada? Oh, no, yeah. Okada, Okada. Yeah. yeah. Okada. Absolutely, Okada. Um, yeah, I think, again, let's put it this way. We have the KOPW, right? That That's the equivalent of Okada going into the ring and taking a shit in the middle of it and being like, <laughs> we are, this is our new title <laughs> my turn my turn uh why does he turn into ethel merman when he says my turn uh yes. Nolan damon explain why my turd is going to be good find the <laughs> positives in that <laughs> right right uh yeah i think okada uh, i mean once again to be clear just the people that i've talked to and we've talked to that's the general gist it seems like that's He's the guy. He is the straw, if you will, stirring the drink. Base Collector says, when will Esther start consuming the product now that she's a staple third chair on the show? Well, she's at a play date at the moment. That's why it's been quiet. Yeah, <laughs> and, that's and that is my question. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to keep doing questions until they come home or okay. until Sounds you stop good. me. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I do have it not as a dream, but something that I would like in the future is just I have this image in my head of me taking Esther and Arthur to Tokyo Dome or Korokon oh. or whatever it is, just take them to see a live show in Japan. I think that will be a lot of fun. And, you know, take them to a football match at Emirates Stadium as well. I, I want them to have these fun experiences because look, I love my dad very much and he took he, he gave me plenty of wonderful and still gives me wonderful experiences and trips and days out and stuff. 
but never he never took me to wrestling never took me to football and again that's not a complaint I, this is not a regret or anything because we just we had a, a stop crying joel please <laughs> but uh yeah i re- i want to take my kids to wrestling and so i hope one day in the future i can have have my kids there and take them to tgi fridays and meet you and, and everyone else and uh, that will be really nice 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 i will say this that um one of the one of the memories that I have as a child is the first time I went to wrestling with my dad. Um, so yes, they are kids. You'll never forget the first one, especially if it's in like a big a, a arena and it's you know you you won't you know. I think it's, it's good some, like taking it to like a sold out Osaka Joe Hall, like oh. a Red Dominion or something. Yeah, that would be what I want to take them to first. I, I would do that before Tokyo Dome actually. Yeah, that's going to be the thing where she's with her friends at the bar. And she's like, yeah, I went to this wrestling thing. It was so great when I was little. I would never forget. Yeah, like that's that's a story she will tell for the rest of her life. So, yeah, th- you definitely want to do that. Uh, Andrew says, if travel opens up and the new Japanese prime minister encourages the lifting of all restrictions, how likely would you be to make the trip for three nights at Wrestle Kingdom? Well, it's, it's not going to happen not gonna for this sure. Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Next Wrestle Kingdom, possibly. I mean, Thailand's now opened up for uh, vaccinated tourists without having to do quarantine. I mean, they just do the, the test when they arrive one night if, if needed. So we'll see if Japan follows suit. But I, you know, I wouldn't rule out the possibility of doing it next year. I mean, obviously, logistically, it's going to be tough for me. But uh, what about yourself? Is that something you'd, you'd be looking at in um, possibly 2023? Yeah. Uh, I would like to. Here's I'm going to be honest with you. My, here's my biggest problem is that I've worked myself into a shoot so much with the idea of flying that long that I don't know if I can do it. So I would either need some serious like fucking horse tranquilizers <laughs> to, to get over there or like travel has gotten to the point where I can get on a plane and be there in like two hours or um, somehow the earth shifts and Japan is like a two hour drive. Um, that's my biggest obstacle right now is that unfortunately it's been so long since I have traveled that I've kind of built this thing up in my fucking head again. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't right now, like if you said, okay, everything's open up, you can go to Japan and I'll give you the money and go. I, I would probably say no, just because mentally I, I, I don't think I could do it. Um, the, but again, we'll see. look, it's one of my favorite places on earth. Here's another thing too. It's so it's so draining the whole the whole process of getting there and coming home and it, I, like it's just so incredibly stressful that like i need it really fucks up it fucks me up for like a week after at least like sleep and just everything it's just a very stressful thing i don't know i'm going to give you a solid i don't know i now i will put this to to a person though if you've never been and if you're considering going, by all means, go. It is the most wonderful place. You will have the time of your life. Uh, there's no place in the world like it. It is so great. The people are wonderful. The food is fantastic. Uh, but to answer the question, I, I I don't I don't know if I'll ever be back. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I'll ever be back. I know what will get you back. What's that? Cassiori Shibata. <sighs> <laughs> moving on Liam says what's the taste profile of your ideal IWGP champion I would think an ideal champ is like Skittles a nice mix of sweet and sour and that is my question I'm going to go with the uh, uh, the flavor profile for Thai food like a Dom Yum soup where it's most Thai dishes it's a combination of uh, sweetness from palm sugar 
sourness from lime juice, uh, saltiness from fish sauce, and spiciness from chili. And I think mm. you want all of those flavor profiles for a good champion. They've got to have those levels where you know they can do the the sweetness, you know, the being the the baby face, maybe the baby face underdog that everyone's cheering for. You get behind them as they're chasing for the title, but they need that that spicy and sour edge to them. They've got to be able to shift gears and, and have a bit of edge to them as well because mm. uh, otherwise it's just it, you, you end up with a, a bland champion and i think all the great new japan champions have, have had those levels to them and be able to sort of switch and, and tap into various aspects of their their taste profile to uh, elevate and, and highlight certain flavors depending on who who they're wrestling against what the other ingredients are in the dish i like that nice yes yeah i, I would go to in, in the same realm maybe but um, but like a like a like a fantastic Indian curry would be like that where it's the, uh, the heat on the back end, um, the kind of sweetness from onion and the tomato and um. Now now I want now I'm now I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hungry. hungry so it's nearly oh, by dinner time. Mally sent me a well, she's she's ordering burgers. Burgers? I didn't. Yeah, she's having. Doctor said that she needs to eat more iron and protein. So she's. I'm taking her for a lot of, you know, a lot of steak, yakiniku burgers, things like that. So she's having burgers. I'm having a steak salad. I'm trying to be good because I don't fit into any of my work. I'd be anymore. like, you know how you can get some more protein, dear? No. <laughs> what, okay. what do you mean, Damon? Get, get her. Get her a steak. <laughs> get her a big, <laughs> big porterhouse steak. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I like doing that to people. Just like when you know what the joke is, but it just uh, yes, you just what? Sorry, what, what I was going to say, come. I was going to say, come. You should ejaculate down her throat. That's what you should. As say. if she's going anywhere near my penis. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Come on, uh, well, you can shoot him across the room. Have her catch it like a bird. <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. No, that's, that's awful. Uh, Xavier says, question for Joel. Were you impressed by anything at the PlayStation Showcase? No, didn't watch it. Sorry. Uh, question for Damon. Were you impressed by anything from the Eagles in game one? So this was an old question. Presumably it's not game one anymore. Whatever <laughs> no, it's like week it eight. <laughs> have you been impressed by anything from the Eagles over the past eight weeks? <laughs> um, no, actually not. They won big against a team that, they, I mean, they totally destroyed. But like, Going into the week, they were kind of there was speculation like, "Oh my god, they could lose this game, and then the season's done, and blah blah blah." And they blew them out like they they just totally mopped the floor with them. Um, they're a weird team. Eagles are a weird team. Like they, they're just, they're a, talent wise, they're middle of the road, but then they'll they'll absolutely shit the bed on games where you would think that they w- should win and. I don't know. They're just a weird team. They're not a playoff team. Let's put it that way. They're not a playoff team. But um, yeah, after midway point of the season, Joel, I would say they are they are middle of the road. They're back. My family's back. So I'm going to oh. stop stop here. Uh, All right. Redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash j dash cast. Daddy, daddy, oh, she's saying daddy, daddy. Oh, I've got to go. A Discord link, show notes, all the usual shit. Thanks, Editor Dan. Yeah, bye everyone. I want to stop. (laughs) She's here. It's the light.